Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. Officials in Ruggles Township, Ohio, had what they thought was a perfectly reasonable solution to a property dispute. Brett Galloway complained township officials themselves had constructed a pole barn that sat partly on his property and partly on land owned by the township. Negotiations had been underway since January as the two sides looked for an outcome to the case of the equipment storage building put up in the wrong spot. Township officials finally agreed to tear the thing down, but there was just one problem. They claimed Galloway wouldn't let them on his property to do so. And so, they sawed the building in two. (laughs) And put a fence up right through where the wall used to be. Telling a local TV station that they plan to tear down their side, but will leave the other side be all three or four feet of it. Because that's Galloway's property and they aren't allowed over there. (laughs) Sounds like a divorce case. It does kind of. Yes. Well, Cliff, I love the TV show, Whose Line Is It Anyway? Yeah. I think the actor, oh. the uh, stars on there yes. are some of the uh, most intelligent, quick-witted people you'll ever I, be around. I would agree with that. And I uh, have DVR'd many episodes of that, and in my spare yeah. time I watch it. And if you've ever seen the show, the uh, hostess, she always says before the show really kicks off, yeah. the line... Welcome to Whose Line Is It Anyway, yeah. the show where everything is made up and the, and the points, points don't, don't matter. matter. And I got to thinking about that last yeah. night, Cliff, while I was watching that, and yeah. I thought, how could I use this to describe the year 2019? How could you? I think I've got it. Okay. Welcome to 2019, everybody, where everyone is offended and the reasons really don't matter. <laughs> Not true. I'd tell you, but no one wants to hear my opinion. Well, so, okay. That's right. You're yeah. absolutely right. I thought long and hard about this, Cliff. Yeah. I thought I could put in a little effort, or mm. I could do it the lazy way. And unfortunately, I went lazy with my decorations for Halloween. <laughs> really? I was going to get a pumpkin yesterday. Nice, big, round yeah, pumpkin but you on went, my front porch. You went, you went lazy. Yes. I can't imagine that happening. Well, I know. Yeah. Well, I just got to thinking about it. There's yeah. a lot of... Um, a lot of work involved. You got to go to the store. You got to find the right pumpkin. Yeah. Cart the thing around yep. in and out. It's take actually, it home. Actually, fairly heavy. Yes. And then take it out of your car and walk it around to the front of your house and stick yep. it on your porch. So I thought I've already got a pumpkin there. It's already inflated. I'll just inflated. throw it out there on the front porch. We're talking about inflated. I've got a basketball <laughs> as my pumpkin. Now, you laugh. Yeah, I laugh. I know, but... You're using a basketball as a pumpkin. Yes, I turned the Rawlings word around. Wait, 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 hold on. Basketballs are orange. Yes. Wow. And And from a distance? I mean, if you walked right up to it, you'd know. But if you're just driving by... You're going to think... It would look exactly like a pumpkin. And if you get up close... Yeah. And you want to prank me by smashing my pumpkin... Yeah. And you throw it on the ground. Yeah. It'll hit you in the face. That's right. It's going to bounce. Boing. Yes. (laughs) 
That's actually quite impressive. Thank you, Cliff. See, laziness <laughs> can pay off. We the Colorado School of Mines, one of the rare places in the country that teaches some of the most technical concepts known. You might equate it to, say, Purdue or the school in Terre Haute. On its website, the school in Golden, Colorado, says they prepare graduates who are industry-ready scientists and engineers, and alumni are known for their work ethic, problem-solving ability, and teamwork. And like most colleges and universities, the School of Mines has an extensive athletics program and campus live, complete with the football homecoming weekend, which was this past Saturday. Let's see how that works with a bunch of scientists and engineers-to-be. Police say several students had to go to the hospital after an incident during the homecoming parade. It seems as though a two-story float collapsed with the, when the trailer that it had been built on hit a curb as it was making its way along the parade route. Apparently, the parade float wasn't built to engineering standards, only drunken in fraternity and sorority member standards. <laughs> Witnesses say they heard lots of cracking as boards broke and then the screaming of those falling 20 or more feet to the pavement which is a lot different than you, what you would have heard if it had not been the School of Mines, but rather the School of Mimes. <laughs> which is exactly what I thought you said to begin with. Mimes? Mimes. I thought we were having a School of Mimes. Silence. Yes. No, it's mines, like mining. Oh, he said, yeah. I bet I wasn't the only one that thought. Oh, you're probably right. We were going down yeah, that No one's path. really listening anyway. So. Well, I think we got a couple listening. Cliff? Yes. Do you think the police, or for that matter of fact, anybody is looking to the robbery that occurred at AP News yesterday <laughs> and is still continuing into today? You mean, I'm assuming you're referring to the top-of-the-hour national newscasts. Yes. Um, because it seems as though someone has stolen the word radio from the AP Radio News. Yeah, I've noticed <laughs> that. Announcers. <laughs> The intro and outro is just... Yes, they've stolen radio. It's just AP News now. Yeah. The radio has been stolen, and I'm wondering if we can ever get it back in I, there. I don't know. And, I, and I'm, I've been having... The AP is kind of a quirky group to deal with anyway. Their website is not like a normal website. I mean, they have news. They post news there and whatnot, but they really don't post anything about them. They don't. It's hard to find details on who the anchors are and where they've come from and their backgrounds and that kind of thing. So I can't find anything on to why the word radio got stolen out of their newscast. <laughs> it's almost like they're going to leave. It's like they're packing up. Yeah. <laughs> We're leaving one word at a at time. A <laughs> It'll get to where they just say, hey, <laughs> here we go. I've uh, debated this all morning long, Cliff, and What's I'm that? still debating it. Yeah. And I won't be able to probably figure it out until, uh, well, the next news update. But uh, okay. I'm going to tip, stick my toes in this. <laughs> you see, we get gifts here at Country 98.1 yes. on the Morning we, Road we Show. Are, we are blessed. Yes. Every, nearly every day, someone will bring us something. Yes. And we, we have made fun of uh, ourselves asking for things before, but we, it's really not necessary. I mean, it's, not, it's, not, it's, it's an extraordinarily... Uh, nice thing to do, but you don't have to. I mean, I'm not saying, I'm not trying to say this to encourage people to bring things, but people bring things anyway. And Does we appreciate sense? it. Yeah, absolutely. Very much. Absolutely. And uh, that's the hard part on this whole discussion yeah. is because you don't want to sound jerky 
And that's what I'm trying to avoid is right. sounding jerky. You know, people do nice things for us. You want to try to be nice in return. Yes. And uh, that's the dilemma this morning because, yeah. um, mm-hmm. well, when you bring something out to Country 98.1 here on the Morning Road Show, yeah. it doesn't matter what you bring, but how your package is presented <laughs> is very important. Yeah. And I can't stress that enough. Uh, I would agree with that. How your package is presented to us right. is very important. And we had a little um, package delivered this morning to our front door. We'll talk about it during the news update here on the Morning Road Show coming up. I mean this with all due respect, Cliff. Yes. As we talk about the package at the front door. At 410 this morning, yep. I pulled into the parking lot, and mm-hmm. there attached to the front door handle of Country 98.1 Studios is a package. Yes. Now, I couldn't see very well. Yeah, because it was 4 o'clock in the morning. It was yes. dark. But it appeared upon, yeah. well, closer observation mm-hmm. that it was two giant rocks in a package. <laughs> now, that's what I thought it was. Yeah. So I opened the door up without touching the package, came inside, put my stuff down. I knew that in our front window, someone has left a rock that looks like a pizza. Yeah, the, the painted rock. There's yes. always a painted rock that comes and goes. And right now, there's one that looks like a pizza. Yes. And I thought somebody else had sent us a rock. Yeah. But I wasn't sure. I couldn't see. So I come inside. I put my stuff down. I go to the restroom. I grab a giant handful of bounty towels <laughs> to go out and touch the so, package so you you didn't want to touch the package with your bare hands no because i wasn't sure what it was right and this was a fastened to the handle of the front door yes with two giant rusty 1952 paper clips well, those those binder clips yeah like if you had like a hundred sheets of paper you wanted to stick the black thing with a spring there were two of those but they were rusty yeah oh very <laughs> Like they've been in the bottom of someone's truck for, I don't know, quarter century. Yes. Yeah. And so I undone the clips. I grabbed the package yeah. with the uh, towels. I brought it in and I laid it down. Mm-hmm. And the package is basically, well, it used to hold parts. As a parts. matter of fact, what it was... parts? Well, it was from the <laughs> Velvac company. Right. And it's uh, part number 593057 yes. on this label here. Seven-way T-style plug with spring. For thirteen thirty-eight at Rural King, if you want to know. Oh, oh okay. Yes. So you you looked it up. I looked it up. Okay. And so. But the about, package had been opened. Oh yes. And inside. Yeah. Was what I thought were rocks was actually two gigantic cookies. So some type of food product. Yes. Was in a package that previously held truck parts. But you see, <laughs> when you present a package, yes, like that. Right. I'll be honest with you. My first thought when I figured out yeah. that it was cookies, yeah. I thought they were marijuana laced. That's exactly oh. what my first thought was. I'm Why like, haven't we eaten them yet then? Yeah, well, <laughs> I was thinking somebody was pranking us because it's close yeah. to Halloween. Well, and then there's this note. Yes. <laughs> What's that note say, Cliff? It says, thank you for your, and I believe the word's patience. Yes. Enjoy, in very large letters with two exclamation marks, from a grateful listener. Which we deeply appreciate. Yes. But this little evil smiley face <laughs> just kind of puts a Stephen King vibe on the whole thing. Back to the <laughs> evil smiley face yeah. laced with marijuana cookies. <laughs> so, Cliff, yeah. I'm not sure that I'm uh, brave enough to tackle this. 
you now, know, maybe you are. <laughs> um, no, I'm not. <laughs> I've thought about it over and over. Yeah, and we appreciate uh, it. No, we Don't absolutely get us wrong. do. But that's a strange way to deliver something. <laughs> In a used parts bag, yeah, of all things, rusty clip. When I was going to mention it, Cliff, I was yeah. going to say, "Hey, why don't you, our wonderful listeners, give us your opinion on what we should do what, with these what cookies? What should we do with these?" But already, yeah. the text messages have come in with a lot of people saying, "Back away! Don't even That's get close right. to them." <laughs> Other folks going, "What yeah. could it possibly hurt?" Yeah, no one's going to be out to try to harm either one of uh, you, uh-huh. and I can see that right. too. Yeah, uh-huh. And then we have one person saying, "Oh, I'm the one that left them. They're safe. Go right ahead." Well, anybody could say that. I understand. <laughs> and so I'm like, "Are you pulling my leg? Is it really from you?" And it's like, "Oh yeah, it's really from uh, me." Anybody could say that. Uh, yeah. So Cliff. <laughs> They're supposed to be, <laughs> yeah. according to the person who supposedly dropped them off, yeah. homemade Reese's right. peanut butter cup cookies. So did this person happen to say that they were the bomb? They did say they, they really were the bomb. <laughs> so, I mean, that could be uh, a good thing. That, you know, slang for it tasted really good. Yes. Or it could be the bomb as in they're loaded with x lax. Ooh, I hadn't even thought of that. Really? That was the first thing I thought of, as you might expect. <laughs> well, why Why would I not expect you to go down that path? We, this is one of those stories about high school students being way ahead of the people that run the schools where they're supposed to be learning. Authorities in Downington, Pennsylvania, say they know it was a student who hacked into the computer system at the school last week. School officials confirmed the, the security breach, but say it's now contained. No student information was manipulated in the attack. Right now, it looks like the student responsible was able to get a teacher login and then use that to look into a website called Naviance, which is said to help students plan their post-high school careers. But it contains all the grades, home addresses, and other personal information for every student in the school. The hacker had access to a range of private student information, but say it appears as though they were only using it to gain a competitive advantage in a water gun fight. <laughs> what could be your advantage in that? Well, if you knew where everyone lived, you could ambush them as they left school for the day. Apparently, uh, it's like, you know, a, a senior thing where they all get water guns and spend the day squirting one another. Spend the day squirting I mean, one it's another. They have like a massive water fight that runs over the whole town, according to what the story said. Okay. All right. <laughs> and now... Whoever hacked in has the advantage because they know where to go. You know, it sounds a lot scarier on a uh, horror movie when they go, you know, they know where you live. <laughs> These, you know, it's just a water gun fight. Yes, yeah. this is, they yeah. know where, you're, where you live and you're going to get wet. Well, Cliff, tonight is the first game of the World Series. Yes. And I don't know if I've ever mentioned this or not on the air. What's that? But my dad... Yeah. Used to play baseball. Really? High-level baseball. No, I, I never heard you say that before. That's what my relatives in Tennessee always tell me. Okay. Now, I don't know if any of that's true he, or not. It, it probably was one of those things, I'm guessing, that he did not speak of. You had to hear it from his relatives. Is that right? Yes. Okay. Now, the only thing he ever mentioned about yeah. it, he mentioned that he played. Yeah. But he, you know, didn't really brag about anything like they are <laughs> right 
But he also said, Cliff, I remember yeah. this well, that uh, not only did he play, mm-hmm. I was his first heir. Error. Yes, I was the very <laughs> first heir. Right. He muffed the dribbler to third is what you're saying. <laughs> yes, right. yes yeah. he did. And then here you came. What do you know? When it's time for our annual reminder that a lot of people, I mean a ton of people, are pretty sure yeah. that Ghostbusters was a documentary. <laughs> And I say that, Cliff, because yeah. the new survey's out, and it says 45% of us believe that ghosts are real, and 45% believe that demons are real. And there's 13% of us yeah. that believe vampires are real. Uh, but yeah. perhaps the spookiest part of the entire survey, Cliff, yeah. is that 7% of people surveyed mm-hmm. said that mound, mound bars are one of their three favorite candies, and that possibly can't be How correct. Is, yeah, ooh. Oh, that's... Oh, that's... It's got coconut in it. Does it not? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's no. one of those that I... Uh, that's disgusting. No. Uh-uh. That and the Almond yeah. Joy yeah. got dumped when I was out <laughs> going for a trick-or-treating. If I yeah. got a Mounds... Or an Almond Joy. Just, I'm just leaving that on the roadside. Yes. That, <laughs> the dog or cat coming gonna by. He's going to get that. Because, right. Ugh. So what's your thoughts then on the other topics paranormal? Of ghosts? Yeah. I don't believe they're real. You don't believe they're real. No. No, do you? <laughs> um, I'm open to interpretation because I have seen things happen that, um, well... Can't really be explained by normal means. I have, I have, I have seen people react in ways to places that I was totally un, I was unprepared for. They felt things I did not. I can't believe it <laughs> at all, a ghost or anything like that. Because yeah. I've actually seen magicians perform. Yeah, and if you don't know, yeah, you would think these guys can conjure up anything. Right. and But that's magic. Yes. That's a magic trick. But that's what I think most of the ghost stuff is, too. Really? Yeah, there's a guy that's got a million dollars. He's had it out there for like three decades. Yeah. And anybody that can do something that he can't explain, Randy yeah. the Magician, and nobody's mm-hmm. ever come up and said, here's something you can't explain. Yeah. He's always been able to do it. <laughs> every single time. So for a million dollars, somebody... Could come up with something. You would think. I would think so. Well, you know, Bigfoot doesn't want to be found. He doesn't care about your million dollars. So he's not going to, you know, come on command. Well, I don't believe Bigfoot's running around (laughs) either. Although I had a Sasquatch. I was going to say, what about you and your Sasquatch at your house who lived with you for how many years was that? Uh, Three or four. I can't remember. And yet it's only one step further to go to the paranormal, and you don't believe that. No, I don't, personally, no. No way. <laughs> well, Cliff, I was yeah. thinking about this. Last Friday, yeah. the lady astronauts went out on a spacewalk, which was pretty cool. It was for like the, hours. the first time ever that uh, two women were spacewalking simultaneously. Yes. Yep. My question would be, though, mm-hmm. if you're out in your spacesuit walking around, yeah. what do you do if your nose starts itching, <laughs> and you know it has to happen occasionally. I'm sure it does. So what do you do as an astronaut? How can you possibly scratch it? You can't, because through normal methods, I mean, you can't put your hand there. 
I wonder how many times the astronaut goes <laughs> bonk, bonk with their hand trying to get to their nose. <laughs> that In would fact, drive you, know, you nuts. You know, itching and scratching. I mean, I guess you just have to live with it until you can scratch it. I don't believe they, you know, put like a piece of Velcro inside the helmet that you can turn your head to and scratch. I don't believe, I don't believe that happens. But that's just one of the wide range of bodily functions that have to be taken care of while you're on a spacewalk. If you know what I mean. Oh, yes. <laughs> like, say, sneezing. Yeah, what do you do? Just let it... <laughs> well, I believe... I think I, I read something once where someone actually asked an astronaut that question, and his response was, aim low. <laughs> <laughs> because if you spray it all over the inside of the windshield, you're not going to be able to see anything. Yeah. Space. And, you, and you can't clean that off. <laughs> Spacewalk's over when you do that. That's right, yeah. <sighs> and it's time now for Take It to the Bank. And as I said earlier, Cliff, yeah. lucky for you... I saw your movie, and this is why it applies to this story. Okay. The Secret Service agent who saved Ronald Reagan's life during the assassination attempt in 1981 okay. said that he was inspired to become a Secret Service agent when he was a kid and he saw the movie Code of the Secret Service, which starred Ronald Reagan. <laughs> Okay. So there you go. And all of that is absolutely true as we take it to the bank here on the Morning Road Show. Okay. The war between Budweiser and its rival Miller continues to go on and on and on, it seems like, in the world of beer making. Yep. You know, uh, Budweiser fired the first shot with the um, corn syrup in oh, yeah, beer the, and all yeah, of that. Yeah, the, uh, the giant keg of corn syrup delivered to the wrong castle. Yes. Uh, I remember that, yeah. And now... Yeah. Budweiser is accusing their rival Miller yeah. of stealing the secret recipe for Bud Light. Really? Yes. They think they think the people at Miller Miller Light stole the recipe for Bud Light. They think they uh, did some uh, <laughs> underhanded dealings, like corporate espionage. Is what we're talking about. That's here. exactly right. Really, and have stole the secret <laughs> recipe. <laughs> What's the recipe for Bud Light anyway? Beer and donkey pee? Well, <laughs> <laughs> What's the exact percentage? The ratio of beer to donkey pee? <laughs> I think you just keep adding water till it gets there, Cliff. <laughs> Cliff, anything said today? Why, yes, as a matter of fact. Phrases of the day start with number three. A wide range of bodily functions. <laughs> That's what happens during a spacewalk. Number two. Loaded with x lax <laughs> Hopefully that doesn't happen during a space war. Yes. Yes. <laughs> or when we eat these cookies. Oh, that's right. Yes. Because the number one morning roadshow phrase for today, how your package is presented, is very important. If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.